So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan always having fun and making it a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast, the podcast for vegans that want to get into their best shape on a plant-based diet, doing away without harming animals, without harming the planet, and actually, yeah, making it sustainable. And if you're joining live on Facebook right now, in the Facebook group, then you can see my shirt. It's Brodolf that's hosting this podcast show right now. <laughs> Uh, or this amazing shirt, this ugly Christmas sweater um, that has a very buff uh, Rudolph on it. So if you're seeing this live, then comment below and give me a flex. <laughs> so I want to talk about uh, exercise in this specific episode, uh, about um, exercise, how to make it more exciting, how to look forward to exercising, which I think is a very fitting topic, especially now um, during times like this uh, with yeah the CV right? The CV we have going on. Uh, a lot of people struggle to get there sh together uh, with home workouts without saying the word. Um, and a lot of people are saying, hey, I don't like them. I feel like they're boring. I don't really feel like they do much. Um, it just feels weird to do exercise in my living room or my, my bedroom. I just can't seem to make it work. And in the end, first they want to say, come on, all right, stop the excuses. Um, we now have a time where we are able to do that, okay? Imagine if you wouldn't be able to even exercise from home, you wouldn't be able to, to walk, or whatever it is. This is not an excuse, right? So when we start this whole thing, the excuse was um, that before we started, uh, this whole thing started, the excuse was, hey, I don't have time to go to the gym, right? I cannot make it work, so busy and so full. And now the excuse is, hey, I don't like the workouts. I don't, uh, I don't feel like they work. I'm just like excited about them. Come on. Like how many excuses do you want to keep having? Um, it's just, yeah, time to stop, right? Time to finally take charge of your health because in the end it's you, right? It's you that decides how your future health and your future life looks like. It's not the government. It's not your environment. It's you. It's your daily actions, your daily habits that actually uh, decide that. Okay. At the same time, so many people are looking for superficial solutions instead of going deep uh, on the struggle. So looking at not hitting their workouts. So that's like the main topic of this podcast and um, why people are not hitting their workouts and how you can finally yeah, hit them and get them done. And a lot of people, like I said, are looking for superficial solutions um, for this. Uh, so looking for this one trick, this one hack on how they can be more excited. And yes, those things might be helpful. Instead, I would like to dig deeper, okay? I would like to go deeper on this and really dig and think about why you're not excited about your workouts, why you're struggling to consistently uh, get them done. There could be a few things, right? So look at your past, maybe. Maybe you didn't see results working out in the past. Maybe you um, worked out for a long time, but just the results didn't come through. Maybe you injured yourself in the past and have a bad experience because of that. 
Um, maybe you had a trainer that uh, coached you in a in a way that yeah maybe was too rough, and so you have a painful relationship to exercise. Whatever it might be, try to like take some time and three go deep and think about why this could be the case. Um, this doesn't just apply for workouts, by the way. I think this, this can be applied to to any uh, area of your life where you're not showing up your best. Going a bit deeper, why is it happening? Why am I not showing up for this area? And what could be the reason? I think that's super helpful um, to go a bit deeper to limiting beliefs, past experiences. Um, and bad habits that led you there, maybe bad experiences, all right? So for me, for example, there's uh, in different areas, there's different experiences, of course. So for workouts, for example, um, I didn't really have a bad experience in my workouts, to be honest. So I never really injured myself. I never really um, not saw results in my workouts. Uh, so there's not like a traumatic experience with it. Uh, but it could be that maybe your parents, um, when they yeah, raised you, they looked at people working out like they are dumb or um, which is actually a, a prejudice, uh, right? That people who are uh, buff and lift a lot, they have no, they're not super intelligent. Um, so that could be the case that you think that subconsciously um, or I don't know, your parents always say, hey, it's too scary, like don't injure yourself. Don't do it uh, or dig a, dig a bit deeper. Maybe in the past uh, you had some experiences that led you to now subconsciously not wanting to do it, right? Because that's what drives our behavior every single day. Our beliefs, our subconscious mind drives us every single day. It's less about the, the day-to-day um, things that are actually happening. It's more about the belief systems that we have. So... For me, I do have an example, not a bad experience, but a different type of experience. Uh, for me, just the workouts um, yeah, started to get a bit boring, right? So I always was doing the same workouts, the same routine for a very long time. So I think it was around like six months of the same routine, like I'm not joking, actually six months of doing the same workouts, which for everyone listening, I mean, mm, yes, you want to... Yes, you want to have some some exciting things to look forward to, like switch around here and there the exercises, but you don't want to like jump from workout to workout. You don't want to switch it up every single week or every single month because then your body cannot fully adjust. Your body is constantly trying to adjust to new exercises and then you don't have a good mind-muscle connection built yet. And what happens then is that you are your body and you uh, with your mind, you're more occupied with doing the exercise the right way instead of focusing on contracting the muscle and actually progressing, getting stronger. So that what happens when many people, they just switch it up every single week. What happens, again, they are not progressing because all they think about is, okay, how do I do this new exercise? And they have to learn it from uh, the ground up, right? So real progression comes in when the exercise feels like second nature for you. It's ingrained into you and it's just... Yeah, just normal for you to do the exercise. And then you have the capacity, your body has the capacity and your mind has the capacity to actually focus on, hey, how can I feel my muscle the right way, have the right mind-muscle connection and properly progress in this exercise. So switching it up every single week, yeah, is uh, not optimal. At the same time, I was doing it for six months plus and um, for a long time. So I started to skip the workouts, right? I started to not go as regular anymore. Uh, 
actually also in that time frame, uh, yeah, we the gyms closed over here again. So we had a lockdown where the gyms were closed and they opened up again, they were closed again. Uh, but I was still doing the same exercises um, throughout these months and uh, I just wasn't feeling anymore. And I caught myself in a, in, a, in a time frame that I never caught myself in where I wasn't exercising as much, maybe like twice a week, maybe sometimes once a week. That went on for like three weeks or something. Uh, which is very rare for me. Uh, I've been exercising pretty, since pretty much five, six years consistently uh, without re-skipping uh, workouts. And uh, it was very, very interesting. And what I did to fix it, I didn't do the superficial stuff necessarily. I went to, yeah, I went inwards. Like I said, I reflected. Why is that? And I found the solution was a simple one. In this case, it was a simple solution just to switch up the regimen, the routine, the approach even, interesting enough. So I even switched out the approach. So I've been, like I said, training for six years plus and pretty much always been uh, more a traditional type lifter, meaning um, doing the bench presses, the squats, the deadlifts, and the compound lift and the isolation lifts in a very strict way, uh, four sets times 12 and three sets times eight. Of course, switching it up and having different progression schemes, which are important, but still keeping it very traditional. Um, I never really tried, actually way back, I do, did try different different training um, routines that have different uh, philosophies in the end. So I used to try um, low, low volume training, right? Low frequency training, where I was just training twice a week but really pushing myself, like really pushing myself to the limit. I remember uh, and during that time, I was getting very strong. I put on like tons of strength in a short period of time. At the same time, I almost uh, injured myself very, um, yeah, very hard and also just felt like my body was falling apart uh, like at 20 years old, whatever it was, uh, which definitely not a long-term solution. It might be a short-term um, phase you can go through, in a phase that you really focus on building more strength and pushing yourself, uh, which can last from anywhere between four to eight weeks. And then afterwards you can, uh, you can go back to uh, more, yeah, still of course a challenging approach, but not as taxing on your system because when you're pushing heavy weights, it's very taxing in your system. So I tried that and it did work, but again, it wasn't healthy for my joints. I wasn't feeling my best. Um, so since then, I've been pretty much traditional and following one approach. And now I just decided um, like a few months ago uh, after realizing, hey, it's just not exciting me anymore to try something new, right? So I did more metabolic work. I did more endurance type work and more high rep training, um, more functional based training uh, from Marcus Philly. Actually, he was my coach for a few months um, and I tried that and really enjoyed it, learned a ton of new movements of new ways to challenge my body, new ways to, to feel my body. I'm also doing this um, for me, of course, but also for our clients, right? So we are always, not just me, but our coaches, we're always getting coached by other um, by other coaches and buying new programs, trying new programs, because we want to be at our best, right? We want to filter what works best now in this moment um, and pass it on to our clients. So we're not just like keeping the same the whole time. We're actually always improving and trying new things uh, for a program so we can yeah, deliver the best results for our clients, right? So I did try that 
and it helped me work out like four to five times a week uh, in a style I never worked out before. I pushed myself to the limit. I think I never sw- sw- sweated that much in my life, to be honest. Very interesting stuff um, that I never did before, like I said. Um, and it really pushed me and built new connections in my brain, in my, in my body, and tried to learn me, like taught me new things. Um, so for me, that was the solution. Keep me excited again about this, especially with home workouts. Um, at the same time, I'm now also switching back to a more traditional approach because I realized long term, I don't want to do this uh, other approach I just tried. So again, but this also has been like a period of three to four months. So I didn't quit after one week or one month. I wanted to do it consistently for a few months and then reevaluate and then decide where to go from there. And uh, yeah, now been back to more traditional approach, quote unquote. And it has me still pushing the gym, of course, the growing, um, but not in a way where it's more focused on endurance uh, type of exercise. So that's what I decided. Also, I realized that a workout has to push me, but it cannot push me to a point where I'm losing uh, willpower for my daily life, right? So my number one focus in, in life right now is um, growing uh, this company, growing this amazing uh, client base, um, helping more vegans all over the world get into the best shape. And for that, I need to focus, right? I need to be there and perform. So I cannot um, basically spend all my willpower in my morning workouts already on doing exercise that really, really um, yeah, push me to a limit mentally and physically. Um, of course, it's great to do. At the same time, I think there needs to be a combination for me where I push myself in the workouts but still have a lot of willpower and productivity, focus and discipline for the day because discipline and willpower, it's, um, it's finite, right? So you don't have infinite amounts of it. So if you spend it all already in the morning uh, on a certain type of workout, you are pretty much spent for the day and you might just have a few things that you can do every single day. So it's why for our clients who are mostly high performers, yes, we push them, like don't get me wrong, we very much push our clients. At the same time, because the high performers need to perform at work, in their companies, uh, with their families and everything, um, we do the workouts in a way that don't consume too much willpower and too much discipline and it has them not perform in other uh, areas of life because anyone can just give you like five sets of burpees um, and of course, if you feel pushed, you will burn a good amount of fat and energy. But at the same time, afterwards, you just spent, right? You're burned out and you're probably not ready to conquer the day in your work, in your relationships. That's just my point on it. There's different points, but that's just <clears throat> what we found works best. So going back to the, to the point I wanted to make, go deep first. So if you're not excited about your workouts and excited about what you're doing, skipping workouts, go deep first, okay? Find out why that is, what experience did you have, what limiting beliefs do you have around workouts and work on that. But at the same time, I want to give you a tactic. I want to leave you with an action step as well in this podcast so you can apply something right away. Uh, I do want to share a concept with you that makes it easier for you to show up to your workouts uh, because the key to success in life in the end, it lies in the middle of doing things we like, right? And things we should do. If you combine what we like and what we should do together, then we will be successful at life. It's a recipe for success, basically, right? And that's why this certain principle I want to teach you is called temptation 
bundling, temptation bundling, which is a concept that helps you show up to things you might not want to do as much, which right now might be the workouts. Um, so how can you combine, how can you bundle two things where one thing you might not enjoy as much and one thing you do enjoy? How can you do that with your workouts? How you, can you combine workouts with an activity you enjoy? So instead of just doing workouts alone, just like that, why not do workouts with your favorite podcast in your, like, in your headphones? Why not do your workout with your favorite type of music or a new album or a new like podcast uh, music session, for example, or even reading a book, an audible, um, or having your favorite um, pre-workout drink before the workout, maybe favorite post-workout drink after, maybe combining workout with dancing um, and so on. So how can you combine something you don't like with something you like? Watching TV, I'm not a big fan of it because it distracts you a bit more from the workout. But how can you, like I said, combine something that you look forward to doing, like listening to a podcast and also doing the workout? That's also why I'm doing this podcast. Hopefully, you're listening to this one while working out. Um, hopefully, you like this uh, podcast. And that way, you're growing your muscle and you're growing your brain, right? So it's double, you're getting double the growth if you're working out with a podcast, okay? So what I like to do, usually, um, I've been doing this for years the first sets, always listening to some music to get myself into the mood, do the first heavy sets to push myself. And then when it gets easier a bit, when we get to isolation exercises or machine work, I listen to podcasts or things so I can learn so I can double the time that I'm in the gym or in home workouts, uh, get double the growth, basically. Same goes for meal prep, by the way. If you don't like meal prep, you don't enjoy and look forward to it, um, just watch Netflix while doing meal prep. Just Listen to podcasts while doing meal prep and so on. So use temptation bundling for your success and it will make it easier for you to show up for these things you maybe don't like to do. But there's also one thing I want to leave you with at the end. If you don't enjoy certain things like meal prep and workouts right now, one of the reasons might be because you don't see the progress yet that you would like to see. And you may be thinking, hey, I'm doing all this work, but is there really something changing my body in my uh, in my fitness and if not then yeah it can feel very yeah frustrating uh, you're putting all this work and you're getting results right so the key to keep going and to actually look forward to exercise and to meal prep is to see results so results unlock belief right i did a podcast about that results unlock belief so if you're not getting results right now then make sure to work on your approaches your nutrition your training so you can finally see results and then the motivation will come along the way. Hopefully this podcast was helpful. Share a little bit about my story, about what I learned, what I implemented, uh, what I went through, and also a tactic to leave you with. Uh, if you find this helpful, then please make sure to leave a rating review uh, and also subscribe to the podcast. It helps us grow, helps us help more people all over the world, and we don't put any ads on here. So that's our way uh, of growing, and it's your way of showing your support is by just leaving a review. We appreciate that. Um, thank you so much for listening. I would say let's keep getting those gains and save the planet. If you listen to this on Christmas, then Merry Christmas. Uh, if you're watching this live right now, I have my Christmas sweater ready. I'm ready for Christmas, right? There will be some very good vegan food <laughs> coming my way. And then 2021 will be a very exciting year. Many amazing things to come. 
for you guys listening here, uh, for our clients, so much good stuff to come. I'm excited for, for the new year, new opportunities. But again, 2020 is not done yet. So let's not slack off. Let's make 2020 count last week's. So let's do it. Thank you so much for listening. Let's keep in those gains. Save the planet. Peace out. Talk soon. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.